Before I begin this episode, I just want to say that I'm not entirely sure how long it's going to be. Um, obviously, you can look at how long it is right now, but me, I'm kind of going into this blind. Um, but I encourage you to stay for as long as you can, as long as you want, at least. Um, but yes, hello everyone. Uh, I am Christian, and welcome to Christian Talks to People a podcast that I have not done an episode on in over a year at this point. And that wasn't because I lost interest in making the podcast. I, I really love just talking to people, talking with myself especially, and just telling stories. Um, I don't know, just something about it. Just, I don't know. Feels like a good way just to let off some steam. Um, good way to pass the time as well and just reflect on a lot of thoughts. Um, but, yeah, I, I mostly just stopped because, I don't know, it was a... It's not that it wasn't really hard for me to balance everything plus the podcast. It was just... I, I didn't want it to become something that... I didn't want to do. I didn't want it to become tedious. And I felt like maybe if I took a bit of a break from that, then maybe one day I could just get back into it. And here I am. I'm not entirely sure if I want to get back into it on a regular basis, but um, I guess we'll see where it goes. Anyway, today's episode has no structure. I'm currently going through a very strange period in my life and I reckon the best thing for me to do is just to talk and I just want to go over some things and share some thoughts and I guess just say a couple things um I'm gonna be talking about a lot of things in this episode, um, and uh, I really hope that everyone who listens can get something out of it. Uh, I'm not sure if they are regular listeners, but I have listeners from the US, listeners from the UK, and apparently uh, listeners from Israel as well, which is quite interesting. I don't even know if people from Israel speak English, um, but if they do, hello, if they are returning, if they're listening to this, hello, uh, welcome, um, I'm really happy that my podcast managed to reach, um, <laughs> people who are in the complete opposite side of the world, <laughs> um, but yeah, I reckon we'll start with something that I guess is a shared fear, something that isn't really unique to myself. Um, but in a month, I am going to be an adult. And that's really scary. I, I don't know why. Um, but it's been something that's just kind of crept up on me. And it's not something that I've ever... Um, it's something that I have thought about, but it doesn't really hit until it's 
around the corner. And now that it's pretty much almost here, I'm kind of just thinking, well, damn, where did the time go? Like, <laughs> I got so wrapped up in being a kid that now I don't have any more time to be a kid. And the thing about not being an adult, but being sort of at that age where you're kind of expected to be an adult is that although you're still technically a child, you can't really act like it. And that kind of sucks to me because you're not really an adult yet. But there's still so many things that if a child did, it'd be fine. But if you did it, people would be like, are you kidding? Grow up. And that kind of sucks because I still feel like I should be a kid. Like, I don't think I'm the kind of person that should be, like, paying taxes or, like, working because I just, like, I just want to be a kid, man. And, I mean, I know a lot of people feel the same way. People obviously don't want to pay taxes. People obviously don't want to work. People love being free. But, I don't know. It's just, it's something that really scares me. Just how fast time has gone and how much I've grown. Especially if I just look back at the the past couple of uh, the past co- uh, podcast episodes that I've done listening to myself talk to other people. It's... I don't like it. And it's not just because I'm listening to my voice and I'm not hearing like... I'm hearing like a... a a younger version of myself, technically. But, like, I was just... It was just... They were just bad. And, I mean, this episode's probably going to be just as bad as that. But, at least right now, in this moment, I don't feel like it is. You know? Like, I'm just talking, getting some things off my chest, and... It's all right in this moment. And And time is just such a strange thing. It's like one moment this is happening, the next moment something else is happening, and then before you know it, everything around you has just changed. Um, and a lot has changed in the last year, and I don't know if many people who I don't talk to regularly, people who I don't talk to at all, listen to my podcast. Um... If you do, I really must thank you for the support. Um, But if you don't know me in real life, or if you don't talk to me in real life, then you probably don't know how much has really changed in the last year. Since July last year, I've tried so many things. I've changed quite a few things about myself, about the kinds of people I interact with, the way I interact with people. And you don't know about all the experiences that I've had. And although I can tell you about them, the only way you can really understand them the way that I have is if you were there in those moments. And there has been a lot of those moments. It's funny to think how a year is 
no different in comparison to a week in terms of how much things can change. And you could swap out a year and a week with any measurement or unit of time. Like the difference between a year and a second even like so many things can change within the right context of course in a matter of seconds or years because i'm sorry i'm not really making any sense right now but i mean sorry i'm just lost to my own thoughts but something that happens within a second could easily have happened or something that happens in a year could easily have happened in a second like for example one day you're crossing the street listening to music and you don't hear a car coming bam you've been hit and now let's just say hypothetically you're paralyzed that happened in a matter of seconds however if you have a friend who you haven't seen in a year. They'll come back after a year and see you paralyzed. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, so much has changed within a year. And because a year is made up of so many seconds, there's no doubt that a bunch of other changes have happened as well. And it's really scary to think about what happens each second and how many things are changing. It's been 10 minutes since I started or since I hit record on this episode. 10 minutes, that's like what? 600 seconds? 600 seconds means that somewhere in the world 600 changes were made, at least. Obviously, there's going to be a lot more than that. But in the last 600 seconds, people have had their worlds changed. They've had their worlds turned upside down, maybe turned back right side up. And it's crazy to think that in the time that I've spent away from talking to people, talking with myself, releasing podcast episodes there have been so many changes. And when I think about my own life, I don't even know if me and me right now and me a year ago would even, like get along with each other because so much has happened so much has changed that I feel like we are completely two different people and I mean although I know for a fact that's not entirely true because me now and me a year ago both are welcoming to all kinds of people and I know that we'd get along because we have a lot of the same values but there's 
such a contrast in our perspectives that we just wouldn't get along on certain things when you'd think that because we're just the same person only a year apart, we would get along or we'd think the same things. But we wouldn't because within that year gap, there's been a lot of changes. Now, the only reason why I've been motivated to make this episode, I suppose, is because I'm currently going through something. I'm having a bit of a hard time, and that's okay, because, you know, we're, we're human beings. Human beings are so imperfect that we're bound to have struggles, go through hard times. And I've, I've been on a extremely positive streak, nothing but just good vibes and just happiness for the last seven months or so. And I've only really had one or two moments in those seven months where I've sort of gone, whoa, I'm currently in like a bit of a wacky situation. Something's not completely right. But at the end of the day, I'm happy. And no matter what the outcome of these situations are, I'm still going to be happy. But I feel like I've been long overdue for... I guess a bump in my life and I've, I've finally hit it. I think the last seven months have been one of, if not my peak, like one of my peaks, if not the highest peak in my life. And now I just feel like I'm at a spot that isn't exactly rock bottom, but It's deep in the ground. And there are so many emotions that I'm feeling. I've, I feel so many things in my heart. I feel so many things in my mind. And there are so many things that I want to say. There are so many thoughts that are going through my head as each second passes. However, I know that it's not right for me to express some of these things because at the end of the day, I shouldn't let really bad thoughts out. And I don't mean that in a, oh, I don't need therapy, like venting and just talking to people isn't a good thing because it is, it really is talking to people and letting out your emotions and just, just venting to someone, just letting out your emotions is probably one of the best things to do. And I feel like me doing my podcast is a great way for me to do that. And that's partially why I'm here right now in your headphones or through your speaker. That's, 
That's why I'm here talking. Because I have a lot of things on my mind and I just, I need to talk. But the things that I'm thinking are just so bad that I don't think anyone wants or needs to hear it. And it's just hurtful. And the thing that sucks about that is that although I really want to say it, I just can't because I can't bring myself to say such things. I can't bring myself to transfer my burden from me to someone else. Because I know that once someone hears something that I might be thinking, they might be like, wow, I don't know what to do with this. Or, wow, that's heavy. The thing is, I used to be someone that really liked to be the center of attention. Someone that really like to just let everyone know what's going on in my life. And I mean, that is something that's very deep rooted in me. So that's that desire to be respected. And I guess that desire to, I guess, have people want to be around me, have people want to listen to me, have people want to think that I'm important to them, have people want to know what I'm thinking or what I'm saying. That's that's still there. But I know that it's not right for me to want those things. One thing that I've been really trying to do lately is try out as many different things as I can while still being in my comfort zone. Because right now I feel like I'm in a place where I need to be distracted because I am not comfortable with just sitting alone with my thoughts. And one way that I do that or one way that I try to distract myself, try new things while still remaining in my comfort zone is learning an instrument, for example. Trying out film photography. Uh, just practicing the things that I'm already good at, but in a different way. Whether that's games, music, that kind of thing. And so for the past few days... I've been trying to teach myself how to sing and how to play the piano or the keyboard, I guess, is what I have. Um, because that's something that I've always really wanted to do, but it's something that I've never been good at. I did piano lessons for a while when I was really young, and I gave up because I did not like my piano teacher. I thought she was a little bit strange and... As a kid who, as a kid who I guess 
eventually ended up getting what he wanted. Um, although it wasn't much, he did get what he want. Oh, I can't really lie. I, I did want a lot as a kid, and I did get quite a bit of it. <laughs> um, but as someone who wanted or who got what he wanted, I found myself unable to be patient with piano because it was something that I needed to practice and I never wanted to. I just wanted to be good at it. And while I do regret quitting it, I kind of don't because I don't remember anything from those lessons. And it gives me the opportunity to teach myself from scratch, which is something that I've done for every instrument that I've learned. Guitar, bass, drums, um, particularly drums. That's, that's an area that I've shown a lot of progress in. I have a I have a real uh, passion for playing drums. Um, it's one of my most favorite things ever. It's just fantastic. And although I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm a great drummer. I would like to think that I'm good at it. I can listen to songs. I can play along to them. Um, I could probably be in a band, or, I mean, I guess I am in a band, but I, I have the potential to successfully play in a band, if you catch what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, and I guess because drums were one of the things that I was most patient with, and the same with guitar and bass. I guess it's weird when you go back to that pos position where you're not good at something. Because I, I, I started playing drums and then six months later I started playing bass. And then another six months later I started properly trying to learn a guitar. And because I was still relatively new to all of this, it didn't matter that I was bad because I was bad at everything and I was just slowly getting better at everything. And while I still think I'm pretty bad at guitar, uh, I can play a couple of songs. I can do a couple things on there that I know that a younger version of myself would never be able to do just because he wouldn't have the, the patience to try learn it. But now that I'm back at this position where I'm trying to learn piano, I'm trying to practice being good at singing and I'm not good at it. I'm not getting things within a day or two. I'm not I'm not able to just like power through learning songs and I'm not able to play like, uh, I don't know. I wanted to say Beethoven, but like I'd, I'd, I'd be nowhere near as good as Beethoven, but like the fact that I 
am not as good as, let's say, one of my friends that does play piano. And the fact that I'm still so far away from being even a small fraction of his talent. That is hard because it makes me feel weak, I guess, in a way. It makes me feel like I'm not good at anything because I'm really focused on trying to learn this one specific thing that I forget the other things that I'm good at. And, um, yeah, it's, it is hard. And there are a lot of things in life that are hard. But one thing that I've, one thing that I've learned is that life doesn't ever really stop. And life is hard. It's... It's just a hard thing, and there's no doubt about it. And so we just gotta keep going through. Gotta keep trying our best to be happy, get through each day. And although at times that can be extremely easy, and we can just power through each day with a big smile on our face, and we can just pass everyone we see and greet them with a smile. It's not always going to be like that. And we are going to have bad days. We're going to have bad weeks. We're going to have bad months. There are probably some people who are going through bad years. Multiple even. And although I'm really grateful to say that I haven't gone through a bad a bad year I can say that I've gone through bad weeks maybe a bad month even um, and I am going through a bad time right now and I don't know how long it's gonna last it's not it's similar to something I've experienced before but this time it's very different and it's very scary and it's not something that I'm sure about it's not something that I know I'm, I don't know how it's ultimately gonna turn out and the thing that's really scary about it is that it's an experience that is going to just change things completely. It's going to change multiple things completely. And so that kind of brings it back to the idea of things changing within seconds. Um, although it, it's something that didn't happen as fast as that. I, if uh, my friend who is on holiday didn't speak to me the entire time that he was on holiday and he came back and he heard what happened, he'd, he'd have to be caught up on so many things because 
so much has happened within the short time that he went away. And although I'm lucky to have his support in this time, uh, if he wasn't there to hear the story, if he wasn't there to support me, he would have returned to a lot. <laughs> a lot. And it's crazy because not only it's not just a simple change it's a it's a really complex change it it changes a lot of things uh socially mentally uh for me for other people i guess and it's just not an ideal situation we'll call it because for a short time I thought things had changed for the better. And then uh, it turns out that things weren't quite right. And now I'm at this point in my life where I feel like I'm, again, not at rock bottom, but I'm pretty deep underground. And it's hard. It, it really is hard. And I think during the long positivity streak I had, I kind of forgot what it was like to be sad. And I know that sounds a bit stupid, a bit self-absorbed, especially since I I was being really obnoxious about my happiness and being like, oh, you know everything's chill, like, just be happy, like, obviously I didn't say that, but, oh, you know, you just got to have the mentality that everything's going to be all right, and then everything will be all right, and for a while I did kind of have, like, a everything happens, like, just everything happens because it happens type mentality, and I, I still kind of do, like, everything happens just because it's going to happen. <laughs> I, it, it's a bit of a stupid mentality. And I have had people tell me that. But ultimately, it it's something that gets me through hard times. It's something that gets me through good times. Because sometimes I feel like, well, you know, this positivity streak I'm having it it seems too good to be true but sometimes things just happen because they happen sometimes the universe or god or whatever divine power you believe in if you believe in a divine power it just does things because you deserve to be happy and Emotions are a funny thing, and I've come to learn that and understand that. And they're just really confusing. They're a confusing thing, emotions. I've actually been um, uh, doing a bit of research. Well, not really research. I've just been kind of listening to 
videos and podcasts and stuff on different religious perspectives, I guess, like different religious beliefs and stuff. Um, and there are a lot of people in this world that master their emotions or try to master their emotions. And that's really interesting to me because I don't know if I ever could do that, if I could ever even try to do that. Because mastering my emotions seems like something that's just hard. Because emotions are something that are confusing, they're out of control, they just, they go everywhere. And I just don't know if I could do that, and I don't know if anyone could really do that. Because although I'm, I'm sure it's possible, but it just doesn't feel like it could be done. I, I don't even know what I'm saying, but it just... <laughs> Mastering emotions is just something that feels so hard because emotions are unpredictable. I mean, how do you control your emotions in a situation that was unforeseen, unpredictable? How do you control your emotions? How do you master your emotions in times of distress, in times of anxiety? In times of just sadness. And I mean, I'm sure if I actually read into it properly, if I listened to things, if I actually did my research on it, I'd find the answer to that question. But from an outsider's point of view, I just don't see how it could be done. The other thing that I've uh, looked into, I guess, in terms of other religions is life after death. And that uh, came mostly from watching the uh, the Midnight Gospel on Netflix. Really good show, by the way. I, um, I really encourage you watch it if you haven't. Um, and I really was intrigued by the episode with Jason Louvre, um, the, the prison one with the little soul bird thing. Now uh, for any of those who have seen it. Um, and that episode really got me thinking about what is life after death like? And this kind of ties in with the whole, you know, I'm going to be an adult soon. Where did the time go? Where's the time going to go? Holy crap, I'm old. <laughs> I mean, not really, but you know, you know what I mean. Just the fact that time's speeding up and one day, you know, we're going to be dead. <laughs> and it's scary because no one knows about life after death. It's one of, if not the greatest mysteries of the human journey. And so it's really interesting from a 
Christian point of view, um, to hear about what other people believe. And one thing that, or a couple of things that really stood out to me. So, first of all, I'm a Catholic. I believe in, um, I guess, heaven and hell after death or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I guess I've always just kind of believed in that because it's my religion. It just, it feels natural, I guess. Like, it just feels like the... I don't know. I've I've never really had a solid idea about what the afterlife is like, but I guess I've always just kind of thought of it as, like, you know, if you're good, you get to, you know, go and have your soul rest for eternity and just be in utter bliss for all of time. Um... Or if you're not a good person, you could, you go and you have your soul tormented, which absolutely terrifies me, to be honest. And although I don't really fully understand it, it's something that I've kind of just rolled with, really. And uh, listening to the uh, Duncan Trussell Family Hour, especially the, ep the uh, episode with Jason Louv that was used in the Midnight Gospel. Um, it was really interesting to hear about the, I think it's the Buddhists who believe in the soul, like basically going on like an acid trip, for, like 49 days after death. Um, I, I can't remember too much of what they said. Um, and the idea of that, people of our lives are but a dream and that we're just wearing like VR goggles or, or something, something that just immerses us completely. And it's only once we start or once we take off the goggles that we actually start properly living, I guess, once we realize that it's but a dream. And to me, that's a concept I don't understand because, I don't know, it's it's just not something that I've looked into properly. Um, and I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. Everything kind of makes sense, as if you can justify it, you know? And at the end of the day, all of these uh, beliefs, none of these are, to my knowledge at least, um, fact about what happens after we die because again it's it's a mystery no one no one can come back from the dead and tell us um yeah and and the other i guess i concept is the the one about reincarnation or they they said something about um you over multiple lifetimes you become the perfect person or something and then ultimately you ultimately once you become perfect or, or the best person that you can be or, or something like that you when you die after living that life you your soul 
becomes enlightened or or something like that. I'm not entirely sure. But it's it's all very interesting to take on these new perspectives, especially since it's it's something that I haven't um heard before. And it's something that's different to my beliefs of just heaven and hell. Because it's it's different and it's a new way to think about things and although it's it's not what i believe it's not what my faith wants me to believe but it's interesting and it kind of um that's it's the thing that i hate most about different religions it's that you don't know what to believe because sometimes you believe in one thing, but then you hear a different belief and you're like, that actually makes a bit of sense, you know? <laughs> um, and I hate to bring up religion because I know a lot of people nowadays don't, I guess, relate very much to religion. Um, but it's, I guess it still plays a, a big factor especially regarding things like death. Um, interesting thing, actually. I One thing I read in the, the Book of Wisdom in the Bible, it was a reading at Mass a couple of weeks ago, and it really made me think. It, it was... Um, I can't remember, I think it was Book of Wisdom 13 or something, one thirteen or something, um, I, I can't remember. But it, it basically said that death was not God's design, or it was like God didn't want death. Um... And I'll, I'll see if I can find it. But essentially the, the message of it is that God made us in his image and likeness. Um, and so therefore, why would he want his creation to, I guess, suffer? Alright, I've got it up. Wisdom 1, 13 to 15. Uh, God didn't make death. God takes no delight in the ruin of anything that lives. God created everything so that it might exist. The creative forces at work in the cosmos are life-giving. There are no destructive poison in them. The underworld doesn't rule Earth. Doing what is right means living forever. So, sorry again to get religious on everyone, but... Um, the um the thing that i took away from that when i first heard it was that wow you know if cuz the the big question that i had was if god 
loves us so much, if there is a, a being that created us and made us to be perfectly imperfect, I guess, in a way, or perfect to him, at least, or perfect to them, sorry, I should say. If there is a being that made us perfect, then why would they make us suffer? And that can be interpreted in, in many ways, mentally, physically. Um, and it doesn't even have to be in the context of a divine being. It can be even in the context of friends and family. You know, if uh, my parents made me and they believe that I'm perfect to them, then why would they uh, give me chores? Why would they slap me for doing something wrong? Why would they make me suffer? And you might be thinking, well, obviously because giving them chores gives them responsibility. Um, just slapping them to discipline them, obviously it, it you know, tells them not to do the thing that they did. And you might be asking, how does this relate to God and death? And I used to think the reason why humans suffered was to teach them a lesson, to give them experiences, to better them in the future, to better them in whatever comes after death. You know, that the experience that um, the experience helps them with a later part in life. And now understanding that death was, death is something that doesn't please our creator. It, it's... It just, it just makes me wonder if punishment is the same. And I'm sure that there's plenty of teachings and readings and things I can look into. Um, and if, if you want to shoot me a message and, you know, point me in the right direction, I'd, I'd love to read up on that, um, actually. But from my current perspective sitting with that information it it makes me wonder if punishment is the same as death is it does god like to see us suffer and i'm i'm sure the the simple answer is essentially no but he wants what's best for us but At the end of the day, I think that it's good 
that we're imperfect. I think it's good that as humans we suffer because it makes us stronger. And I know that a lot of people these days feel weak. They go through a lot of times in their life where they feel like they can't be their best self. And it makes me sad because a lot of the time I really want to help people. And I really want to be there to listen to them. But at the same time, I'm not always going to be in the right state of mind. I'm not always going to be extremely happy. Like right now, for example. And I'm not going to be able to help them. And all my friends know that if they need something from me, you know, if they need to talk to me, that I will be there for them. I'm always open. I don't judge. I couldn't possibly. But when I feel desolate and when I feel weak and when I feel like the world is caving in on me and trying to make me feel like I'm not worth anything. I feel like I can't be a good listener. And although I know that's not true, because to be a good listener, you just have to not do anything except pay attention and just be there. But... I just just wish it could be easier to be there because going through things is really tough and sometimes there are a lot of barriers that prevent people from getting help, whether it's from me, if I'm their friend, whether it's their friend that they feel confident talking with, whether it's a family member, whether it's someone who they can talk to, whether they don't even have someone at all. Maybe that's the barrier. But I understand that there are barriers. And it's so hard because all I want to do is just help people. And it's really hard to do that when you yourself don't feel right. When other people feel like they can't talk to you. And the hardest part of life, I guess, is not only going through pain yourself but also being in pain and 
also knowing that other people are in pain too. Because the hardest thing is knowing that there isn't anything that you can do to help someone because of some kind of barrier. And something that relates a little bit to my personal situation is that it's really hard knowing that someone must be in a lot of pain, but you can't talk to them because you know that the barrier is that they don't really want to talk to you or they can't talk to you because they feel I guess emotionally unprepared to that's a complete guess <laughs> um, but yeah I know that just feels like a reiteration of the explanation I just said but that's what's hard to me personally that's the hardest thing in life when someone else is hurting and there's nothing that you can do to help or there's barely anything that you can do to help and one thing that I like to do whenever I'm in situations where I know that other people are down is that I like to just tell them that I'm there for them and just care for them. And in a few situations, if I'm really close with the person, I remind them that I love them. And I know that's not going to be the same for everyone. Because I know that there are some people that are a little bit self-centered, I suppose. They're not as empathetic. And that's obviously not a, a bad thing. People are just different. And that's fine, because no one's going to be the same. <laughs> Um, but for me, the hardest thing is seeing other people sad, but I can't help them because I either don't talk to them enough for them to trust me with whatever burden they're carrying, or I'm too close to the situation. And it's really hard. But if there's one thing that I can say to you, the listener, right now, no matter who you are, whether you're a friend, a stranger, whether you're from the other side of the world, whether you're the 1% of listeners that are in Israel, whether you're someone living 
in a completely different country listening to my podcast for the very first time. It doesn't matter who you are, but I appreciate you. And I wish you nothing but the best. And I don't care if you're someone who I've never spoken to. I don't care if you're someone who I don't get along with. But at the end of the day, I just want you to be happy. I just want everyone to be happy. Because I'm getting upset having to wake up and know that there are people out there who don't have the emotional stability that some people have. Because it's becoming a, an increasing issue in society. A lot of people have a lot of emotional sensitivity. And there's nothing wrong with it because we're all human and we, we're, we're prone to, you know, uh, emotions. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just happy that there are people out there who are listening and there are people out there who are like me and who are relating and resonating with the words that I'm saying. Because we're, what, like 57, almost 58 minutes into this episode, and I've talked about so much stuff that I've probably managed to get people to stop listening five minutes in. But if you listen, if you've listened, if you've made it all the way 58 minutes through then that means that you at least somewhat resonate with what I'm saying or you're at least interested in my opinion and if you don't that's fine too because the fact that you're still listening it means a lot to me, honestly. I don't get any money from this. It's just me talking. And of all the things that I do, whether it's just playing the bass guitar in my room, playing the guitar in my room, playing the drums in my house, playing the, key the keyboard or the piano in my house, trying to sing even though I sound horrendous, going out and taking photos on film cameras, making a stupid social media post that people probably don't even care about. I forget where I was going with this. But of all those things, podcasting is the one that I think everyone could resonate with because 
Although some people like listening to music. Although most people like listening to music. Not everyone's going to be into groovy bass lines. Not everyone likes the same type of guitar sound. Not everyone likes guitar. Not everyone likes the big loud sounds of drums. Not everyone likes piano. And no one is going to want to hear my voice. Well, my singing voice, I hope. But I feel like just listening is something that everyone can do because we're all born with it. I don't think that I could learn to just sit and listen. It's something that we have to be born with. Because, I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we have the ability just to listen? I mean, it doesn't really require us to do anything other than just pay attention to what's being said. We don't have to think about anything. We don't have to say anything. We just have to listen. And just pay attention to what's being said. And like this podcast people talking is just people talking it's the same as this bus this podcast sorry i'm starting to get really tired now and i'm completely losing my ability to speak but just like this podcast ranting is just people speaking this podcast and people ranting is just a person speaking. And I think that everyone has and should just listen. It doesn't matter whether you listen to me because I know I'm not that interesting. It doesn't matter whether you listen to any podcast. What matters is that you listen to the people in your life who are trying to speak to you. As I'm going to say as a male, I don't particularly like what my social media life is like because I follow a couple of meme pages I follow a lot of people because I know or am mutuals with or I guess just follow people because I know a mutual of a mutual <laughs> Um, and 
I I follow so many people on Instagram and every time I open my feed, I just get disappointed. Because for me, Instagram is a platform where you can share your photos and people can see what you're up to and they can be like, wow, that's awesome. And the thing is, I think it can be a place where there's a lot of positivity. But it doesn't seem that... It doesn't seem to be that barely at all nowadays. I, um... I open my Instagram... And I, I just see meme pages advertising accounts of, I, I just see meme accounts posting advertisements for uh, women who are just showing off too much skin. And I hate it. Because I know that's what I, I I know that's what guys are into these days. They you know sex sells. And it's sad because it it just doesn't stop. You know? I, I open Instagram, I see girls who are half-naked, I see girls who are showing off their, their ass, their breasts, and it's, it's disgusting. I mean, I know I'm going to get a lot of people who disagree with that. But I just don't think Instagram's the place for it. I just don't think people really respect themselves if they can show off that much skin. And the other thing that I see is recently uh, a couple of meme pages that I follow you know, pages that I look for content to make me laugh. They're just advertising a, a I, I don't even want to say it. It it's it is in short terms a sexual product for men um and it it's it's just disgusting and the thing is i i just i hate how that's what our society is and i know a lot of people in the comment section of these posts are like, hey, you know, this is gross. I don't want to see this in my feed. 
but you'd think that they wouldn't be there in the first place if there wasn't some kind of appeal for it. And it, 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 it's just disgusting, really. I hate having to open my Instagram and see half-naked ladies and then scrolling down and just seeing disgusting sexual products. And again, I know I'm going to get a lot of people disagreeing with me on that. But... Humans can be so much more than just creatures that have sex, do drugs, die. And I mean, I'm obviously not against, you know, the idea of people doing drugs or, or people having sex because I know it's a common thing and I know... I, I'm not going to be able to stop that. <laughs> and honestly, if that's something that you choose to pursue in your life, then who am I to try and stop you? But I just personally think that there's so much more to life. There's so much more to each day that we are given then just thinking about sex thinking about ways to benefit ourselves in more ways than just sexual this is going back to everything you know regarding who we are as people and honestly, I, I, I just wish there were more people who would be interested in sharing similar viewpoints with me because sometimes I just, I feel alone. I feel like I don't have people who can talk with me about the same beliefs that I have. But I know that they're out there. And if you're someone I know, send me a message. Because I'd really like to talk. And that's... That's the other thing. I really like talking. And it really helps. And I just want to give a reminder to anyone out there who's still listening. By the way, you're an absolute champion. Thank you so much for being here and just listening. But I'd like to give a friendly reminder that although I'm going through some stuff, you might be going through some stuff. Regardless of that, we should try our best to be happy. We should try our best to deal with 
whatever it is that we've been served. Because at the end of the day, the past is the past and we can't go back. We can't fix anything. We can't think what if. We can't change what we've been given. And so we just have to deal with what's happened and think about what's to come and how we can deal with it. Because I spent a long time being sad and dwelling on the past and it was the worst experience ever. I know I'm so, so young and I've got so many more rock bottoms and even rockier bottoms to discover. And I know I've got so many more peaks in my life. But for what I've experienced so far, my worst rock bottom was pretty bad. And I just think that we as people need to accept that things happen and we need to try our best to be happy and move on. Because I spent so much time dwelling on the past during my rock bottom and it was the thing that was keeping me there. Because the second that I learn to let go I started doing just some some meditation and the second that I started doing that meditation the 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 moment that I learned how to not master or control my emotions but at least identify what I was feeling as soon as I knew what the source of everything was how I could deal with it the second I noticed all of that, the second I started focusing on the present and the future and not the past, I, I became happier. And I know that that's easier said than done. But um, I, I really think that people can do it. I, I really think that people can. Um, can be happy. There are obviously a lot of things that people need to be happy, but if you have people who love you, people who support you. If you have your basic needs met, which if you're listening to this podcast, I'm, I'm sure you do, then I'm sure you can find a way to be happy. I'm, I think I'm... I think I'm going to start wrapping up in a bit because I'm starting to get pretty tired and I, I, 
I feel like I'm running out of things to say. But meditation is something that has really helped me. And I I don't want to be really pushy with anything. Um, because I, I don't want to, I'm not here to force or instill my values into you. I'm just trying to give you my perspective because I think that different perspectives are really interesting and they're always fun to hear. And my perspective is that meditation helps. If you can learn to guide your emotions in some way, then that's fantastic because that will really help you. If you can learn to stop dwelling on the past, that'll help you. If you can focus on where you are right now and where you are going to want, are going to be, where you, where you want to be in the future, if you can do that, you'll be happy. If you can go to the people in your life who show you love, if you can go to the people in your life who've brought you torment, sadness, anger maybe, if you can go up to them the same way that you went up to your family and friends and say, that you, you you love them. If you can say that you appreciate the role that they've played in your life, if you can tell them that, then you'll be happy. One of the biggest moments in my life was a turning point that I had at the start of the year when I had my entire world turned upside down overnight. And I was freaking out. I couldn't breathe. I didn't feel like eating. I didn't feel like sleeping. I didn't feel like doing anything. I just had to get out the house. I couldn't stay home. I just went for skates. I just listened to music. When I... When I went through that in my life, I had so much support and so much help that I was able to motivate myself to turn around and say, I'm happy. And although I've gone through what feels like hell, even though it's not, even though I've been hurt, I've been able to turn around and realize that ultimately I am not, I'm not mad. I'm not upset at whatever the cause was because 
I just want to focus on myself right now and myself in the future. And the only way that I'm able to do that if, is if I just let go of the past. I can't, I couldn't hold on to any grudges or anything like that. And that has got to be one of my biggest pieces of advice. Because that's something that really helped me. And I honestly can't say if it will work for you. But if you are in a situation where you may not feel great, maybe give it a shot. Because it might work for you. And that's really all I can say. If not, don't panic. There are plenty of ways that you can make yourself happy. <sighs> I am getting very tired. I want to thank you very much for joining me on this episode of Christian Talks to People. Again, I'm not entirely sure if I'm going to be active, if I'm going to release uh, episodes regularly. But um, for now, I want to say thank you so much if you listened to this episode, if you st stuck through it. And I really hope that you could take something away from it. I'm... I, I'm really hoping that I inspired someone here or I was able to change your outlook on something in a positive way, of course. But yes, thank you very much. I am Christian Triscari. This has been Christian Talks to People. Thank you.